0: Hey, Rich. Is it Iinger?
1: Iinger. What is
0: Iinger? Okay. A lot. Of, I kept seeing like Iinger said online. No,
1: they have a they have a hard hard G in German. Iinger. Yeah. Great. Rich, where are you? Are you at your place? I'm in my garage. Oh, nice. Yeah. Get cozy. It is cozy. It's chilly, (laughs) but uh, it's good. Now Phoebe's Phoebe's got the house tonight. She's cooking uh, some tiramisu and some other stuff. Ooh, Ooh, tiramisu! You you said it's cold in Bozeman right now. It's like forty-five or fifty right now, and it's going down to the thirties. So it's chilly. It's always beer drinking weather.
0: Um, And this is going to be a stupid question, Rich. Have you been to the Inger Brewery? No,
1: I haven't. Oh, I've, I've wanted to go many times, or I've wanted to go a lot, and I've almost been twice, and I. Could not make it happen. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it's a quick commute from from Munich. It's like an hour or fi- fifty minute train ride. So I got to do it. It looks delicious. Wait. I
0: love I, I the Yarhundert beer is is my is like one of my favorite beers. I love yeah. that one. I hear you like multi beers. I do. I do indeed. So I'm excited for <laughs> for the possibilities of this guy. That is a
1: multi beer.
0: <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Liquid Bread. This is a taster episode. We're going to be tasting one that Rich I know loves. The Eyinger, Urweiss, Urweiss. How,
2: how do you say Urweisa? Urweisa. 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 Urweiss.
1: Brewed
0: according to the Reinheitsgebot
2: purity law. What's in our What's in
1: our So Ur, uh, U R in German means um, original. So it's like the old school Weiss. And weisa it means uh, weiss means white. And so this group of beers is, is called white beers in German or weiss beers. Uh, and sometimes we call them Um, They call them hefeweizens too over there. But basically, Vice uh, means white, and it refers to a couple different things. First of all, you've got a lot of kind of haziness in there, some cloudiness, and that's from wheat, or sorry, well, it's a combination of wheat and sometimes yeast that's in there that reflects light back at you, so it makes it look sort of, sort of white in color. But also, it is a really old style of beer, an historical style of beer that was made with Often air-dried malts rather than kiln-dried malts,
2: Ooh.
1: so it was typically a little bit lighter in color. And we've done a lot of talk on this podcast about how most beer was dark way back in the day, but this is one of the few styles that was typically a little bit lighter in color because the malts were air-dried.
2: I see on the top of the label it says dark, bison Right. <laughs> so just with, I'm just saying like, how, how's that for? Collaborate.
1: <laughs> Explain. So back in the day, this is as light as a vice beer could have been. Um, And by back in the day, I mean, like, you know, up to the, you know, early 1800s. And then the, you know, the trend of beers getting lighter and lighter in color certainly affected a lot of styles, not just things like, you know, Pilsner's. But certainly things like vice beers. And so nowadays we talk about vice beer, we're talking about something that's like, you know, four to six SRM, it's called. So that's a way of measuring color. So that means it's like golden in color. Okay. A pale, pale yellow or golden in color. But that therefore has made this older style that's sort of amber in color that's made it this dark category. Ah, okay. Got it, air quotes it, there it. for mm-hmm. the dark. Got it. But it's not to be confused with Dunkel, which is a dunkelweizen is a true dark vice beer. And then this thing right that we're drinking right now is sort of in the middle between pale and dark. And in German it's called Bernstein or Bernstein Farben, which means amber. So farben is color, bern is burn, stein is stone. So amber in German is like burnt stone, and Bernstein Farben means burnt stone color. Mm. So that's the amber spectrum of beers over in Germany. Awesome. Very
0: exciting. And after that prologue, I'm gonna say Look at bread, everybody. I'm Maddie Smith. With me, as always, my buddy, Larry Bates. What it do. Also with me, my other buddy, Master Cicerone, Rich Higgins. Guten Abend,
1: good 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 good. Good. everyone. How we doing? We're doing great. Um, so Maddie, I I this. Appreciate what you said very exciting there, Maddie, to, to, to segue. I really do appreciate that, even though it's a complete lie.
0: I'm very, <laughs> I'm into, I, you know I'm into this. I'm big I'm, I'm on this. I'm uh, tired,
1: but I'm I'd sorry. like to drink.
2: I like beer. Larry's so. moving.
0: Larry's moving. Rich is renovating. There's a lot of home... Changing, yeah, going, going on. on. <laughs> Nothing so endures. Yeah, if Larry falls asleep halfway through this, this taster, mm. that's what's going on.
1: More for us, yeah. Uh,
0: oh, and, and also, I guess I'll ask them one last thing before we get to the tasting. Now, I found this at the bottle shop locally in LA. I know I did see that I think Bevmo had it, so it's pretty relatively common. Uh, is this mm-hmm. a seasonal beer at all, or can it be found year round?
1: No, it is well, it's produced in Germany year round. I don't know exactly how. Basically, a good retailer that s- sells it at all should sell it year round in the US. But it's possible that o- other retailers jump on the bandwagon of like, oh, wheat beer is sort of a summary thing. So maybe they're just going to sell it seasonally yeah. at certain retailers in the US.
0: Great. Last week we released our awards episode and Rich, this won an award in 2020.
1: That's right. Hooray. Did that come across? That was probably a weird sound. I woohooed there for it all great. of you. Uh, yeah, you bet this won an award. This won a gold award at European Beer Star at the most recent European Beer Star. And yes, we're in 2021 right now. The most recent European Beer Star, which is a biannual competition, was 2018. There was a little thing called the pandemic in 2020. So they canceled it. So. Interesting. Uh, we'll, I
2: always, it. we'll cover that. I, in always mess this, I always mess this up. Like, biannual means every two years? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna make sure. Sometimes people think it, it means. No, yeah, twice a year. Yeah. yeah. but so every Well, semi annual would be twice a year. I, Exactly. I know. I was just double checking to see. I've it's good to cover all the bases. I got some arguments over We there. want
0: everyone to know everything making, about or a Uravaisa by the end of you're it. You're making think some mean glances eyes.
1: at Maddie. His Maddie yeah. messed up his. No, his no. Eye. I
2: just, when I talk, I like to look suspicious. He goes with the side at eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like <laughs> to do it. Just He's in case.
0: He's on my toes. It's all right. I appreciate the pressure.
1: Well, an easy way to remember it—easy way to remember that—is the bicentennial. What was that? Exactly. Oh,
0: uh, it was when two hundred years had happened.
1: That's right. So it's 200. <laughs> put it in the yeah, one hundred percent. I know. I
2: just sometimes you have to ask people because they're like, you know. Yeah. I love getting into an argument about it. It's like it's like when you get into like um, first cousin, second cousin, first removed. A lot you like, of times you people, like fighting about cousins? Yeah. A lot of times people don't know, and they're like, "Oh, you're my second cousin." I'm like, "No, that's you not." True. I, I don't know those at all. Down. Oh, it's, it's. I'll break it down yeah. to you. I feel like How that depends that on your before? family. No. That it well, no, be- not
0: the, what the words are, but whether you know it or
2: not. Yeah, maybe, but
0: yeah. like if you associate much <laughs> with your extended like family, sure, if you I have guess. connections to your, your family. Anyway, let's get on to the I anger. No, <laughs> the no, 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 no. Don't leave oh, no, hanging. Okay, okay we'll do have a out, Larry, well, so, second cousin.
2: I, so second cousin, it, it goes down gener, generational. So like, so your first cousin's child and your child would be second cousin. But you to your first cousin's child would be your first cousin once removed, and so forth and so on. You see okay. what I'm saying? So it goes down steps in general. You, you, you feel me? Yeah. 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 Kid, first removed. Yeah. 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 But just, it, it just sometimes people don't just people say cousins' like, kid. She be like, "Oh, that's my third cousin." Like, no, that's my no, cousin's I'm, kid. You're my first cousin three times removed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now I know. I just like to make. I just like to correct people with that.
1: All right. I. That's. I think fantastic. that's fantastic. Cool. I. I I can sleep easy. You learn a lot
2: you're, on you're the welcome. pod. That's, it's, that's tired talk.
0: I think we're all. I think we're all. <laughs> I think we're all ready to drink. Let's drink the Urweisa, which Rich, is German for
2: OG White. OG White. Uh, the OG White for anger. A dark Weissen. But it's a dark. It's a dark white light. Yeah. Which was
0: lighter then, but not now. It's
2: Amber Stone. Now it's in the Fargen. middle. What, what was it? I forgot the word. Rein You
0: guys were listening. Oh, yeah. We you guys were listening. We played it all. <laughs> for at least the 15 to 20 minutes of the
1: taster. Now should, this, now, should
2: this be colder or is it okay if it warms up a little
1: bit? So I would drink it cold, but if it warms up a little bit, it's still going to taste good. You know, I mean, this this type of beer drink at 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. You know, that's kind of a decent size range there, but fridge temperature, 37 degrees or so, that's a little cold for me. But um, yeah, anything above 50, that's a little warm for me. Basically, if you can drink it and it doesn't make your stomach and mouth explode with carbonation, it's the oh, right temperature. It doesn't kill you. Okay. Ah. Fantastic. That's right. Because as beer warms, as beer warms up, uh, it it loses its CO two more, and so it jumps up, jumps out of the beer into your mouth right. and in your stomach. It
0: so. smells outstanding. Right? Just, um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start there. It smells really, really good. Okay,
1: <laughs> uh it does smell damn good maddie t- t- take us through this oh what boy. is the smell like
0: this was on the spot i mean it it really i mean it's hard because it just smells like a lot of those flavors i already associate with this type of beer yeah. i smells a little bit of carameliness a little bit of bread actually breadiness i'd lean i get Over some bread.
2: i get some clove. Mm-hmm. cool Maybe a touch of banana. The banana, yeah, a little bit of but the banana. But like, but not a green well. banana. Mm-hmm. Like a ripe, I like it. Maybe yeah. an overripe banana. Maybe overripe. Yeah, almost kind of brown.
1: You guys are gonna replace me. I like this. <laughs> definitely, definitely a ripe banana, brother. Mm. So a, I, I would agree with all that. But what you're describing sounds a little bit like a Belgian style beer. This is very much a German style beer. So what might be in a Belgian beer? Aromatically, that is missing the from this. Like if you if like you're the, tasting this wine, usually
0: a little mm-hmm. stronger spice. I kind of do get what Larry's saying about the clove stuff, but I think like a Belgian would be like a stronger spice. Spice aroma hit me.
1: Yeah, but also more. Should spices, I not get too. clove? I definitely get a little clove. Yeah, no cloves. Totally, totally there. I also get uh, uh, vanilla. Mm. Sort of the third spice that you look for when you start smelling spices. It's pepper, peppercorn. And that is typically something you get in a Belgian style beer, and it's not in this beer. The other thing that you often get on Belgian beers is banana, which you should get off of a vice beer as well. But in addition to banana, like there's no Belgian beer out there that as far as the fruit smells go only smells like banana. It always smells like banana and orange and apricot or pear, like all sorts of complexity, different fruits. Whereas this, this, German style is pretty much only banana in the fruit department. Shall we? Let's do it.
2: This shall we knows, sip? It makes me hungry too. <laughs>
1: oh, you suckers aren't even drinking. Sorry, we i, don't, I
2: don't drink.
0: protect, You're you're supposed to take us through. You're walking us. Through, you're the taste master. Okay, so open your mouth.
1: Ah, put oh. the mouth. Put the put the glass to your lips. Slow down. Pour it. Oh, slow wow. down. All right. So everything you, you guys were describing makes it sound as if it's gonna be a sweet beer. We talked about caramel, clove, banana, ripe banana, vanilla, stuff mm. like that. Is this, in fact, a sweet beer? Well, let me close my nose and actually see if it's
2: sweet on my tongue or if I'm catching a little bit of it through the
1: nose. Let's see. I love it, Larry.
2: It is not a sweet beer.
1: <gasps> the payoff. It is not <laughs> sweet. It's, it sounds as if it's going to be sweet, and it smells like things that we taste as sweet. But when you drink this beer, in fact, those aromas – are just aromas. So you can, it's like when you have a banana, you're tasting a, a few different things. The primary things you're going to taste on a ripe banana is sweetness. And then you're, well, that's kind of it for taste. And then you're going to smell the banana aroma, which is usually primarily produced by something called isoamyl acetate. And the genetics of banana trees, banana plants are such that they produce a large amount of isoamyl acetate in the fruit. And some of those same genes are present in this strain of ale yeast that Germans use to ferment their vice beers. And so the vice beer synthesizes isoamyl acetate during the fermentation, and it makes the beer smell like what we last smelled isoamyl acetate while eating, which was bananas. Mm. And we also, our brains are like, oh, bananas, they're, they're sweet. So we think of isoamyl acetate, that banana aroma, as a sweet signifier indicator but then when you have this beer, you realize that you can have that aroma separate from that sweetness.
2: You just said sweetness again. Shout out to Walter Payton. <laughs> I have to shout him oh, out dude, when you say Oh, I, I got to show you this picture, my buddy. Sweetness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of uh, sweetness with another celebrity here. This is a right. hilarious Should picture. Should I post Peyton. this photo or are we <laughs> <This> is- <laughs> so like, edit this out? You, look, why not? Let's,
0: well, people are enjoying their beer right now. They Walter. can hear the sounds. Right. We'll hear Check it. that out. Oh, oh. oh. That's from Dylan. with
2: Phil Collins, isn't it? that awesome? That's amazing. It's an photo. Just right.
1: chilling, like interrupting practice. Sweetness, Sweetness. <laughs> like wearing
2: his pads, his uniform. I love it. <laughs> that headband, oh, Phil
1: Collins. So uh, that was an important digression. It was good. Uh, shout I'll out to Dylan for reason.
2: very important.
0: <laughs> this beer tastes very robust. It tastes very like it. I, I I guess I guess kind of. And when I say that, I mean normally I think you I like thinking of Belgian beers, and maybe that's because. Hints of it reminded me of it. A lot of those like Belgian beers are very higher and are higher in alcohol, and so when Mm -hmm. I looked just now, I took a peek, and it's only five point eight percent alcohol. And for some reason, I don't know that just seems low to me for how much flavor is in here and how strong it tastes to me. Yeah, great observation.
1: When you talk about robustness, what what do you mean by robust? Robust body, like it's full bodied, or it's got a lot of intensity of aroma, or or what? You got to break that down a little bit. I guess like
0: it feels like a full. Part of it, when I say that, my, I might mean mean more complex. Like I think I mm-hmm. smell, I taste a lot of flavors going on, and I maybe that's a maybe that's a fool's fool's mm-hmm. uh, fool's thing that a fool does well, is to well, think I, a simpler beer is. is I'm, lower I'm, not I'm, I'm, fool, I'm not trying a to just fool, plug us, I'll but to fool's me, Aaron, it, I don't think the it, right word.
2: It, it, it literally feels like I'm drinking liquid bread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a full uh, flavor. I'm being, I'm yeah, being dead I, serious. No, yeah. it, it's like
1: it 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 feels the mouth.
2: Yeah,
0: do you know
1: what I mean? First of all, I gotta say we gotta we gotta do the lead-in music this time of, of What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. We'll see if we can as far as <laughs> I reach out to the regular company. I'm buddies with the Doobie Brothers. Oh, so great. They'll they'll help us out. <laughs> I'll okay. rely on that. Uh, so a couple things going on. First of all, Larry, you are hundred percent right in calling this liquid bread. This is the the type of beer that is the most bready. Uh, in character, and what is bready character? Like if you bite into a loaf, you know, bite into a baguette or something like that. There are a couple things going on. One is it smells bready, and then the other is that it feels bready. It's got that chew to yeah. it. Yeah, that, that yeah, and then definitely
0: that's chewy. maybe part of what. Yeah, the chewiness yeah, is definitely chewy. Part chewing. of what it's, it's literally
1: glutinous, and that comes from a high gluten grain, such as what do we use in bread and pizza dough and all that pasta dough? We use wheat, mm-hmm. and so this is a wheat beer, and so that high protein. So gluten is a type of protein that happens, that occurs really highly and readily in wheat. And it happens also in barley, but it's not, um, barley is a lower protein content than wheat. And so when you brew with wheat, it's going to leave the beer feeling a little bit thicker. And, and it's just that, that network of gluten proteins that are in there that are stitching this beer together and keeping it sort of full, fuller bodied. And those are the same things that make it so that you can create sort of a a solid mass if you use enough of that wheat um, in it. So, so something like a dough that turns into a, a bread or a pizza or something like that. So that full body is there from the wheat. And that's something that this style is all about. Maddie, when you talk about robustness, that's part, that's a huge contributing factor to the robustness of this beer. So robust It's kind of a throwaway term because it doesn't really yeah. refer to anything specific, but let's dive into this the specific terminology here so we can come up with what is what you're sensing, why you think that it should be 9% alcohol. First of all, it does have a lot of body. It's not like a full-bodied beer, but for the fact that it's less than 6% alcohol, it's got a lot of body. Yeah. And the body's coming from protein from the wheat, also higher than average carbonation. Mm. Okay. So it's literally like puffy in your in your mouth and in your stomach uh, from all that carbonation and and the protein. Beyond that. Uh, it has a lot of fermentation character and those fermentation flavors that I'm talking about are things like, you know, banana, clove, vanilla, stuff like that. So it's just got a lot of flavor. So so in the Belgian vein, flavor comes from fermentation. The more sugar you give to your yeast in a Belgian beer, the more fermentation you have because sugar is the food for the yeast. And so the fermentation results in a couple different things with the flavorful yeast that they use in Belgium. You get more flavor like fruits and spices, but you also get more alcohol. And Belgians, they like to push the envelope on those fermentation flavors. So they give their yeast tons of food, and not all of it is in grain format. Some of it is just sugar. And that sugar is 100% or 99% fermentable, meaning that it doesn't leave anything behind in the beer to add body to the beer. So when you get this amount of aroma in a Belgian beer, it's often from something that might be two-thirds or three-quarters grain. And, you know, one third, one quarter, you know, one third or one quarter sugar, and that sugar doesn't leave any character behind in the beer. And so you're left with a beer that feels light in body, despite being eight or 9% alcohol, this beer is sort of the opposite, because it's got a lot of flavor and character from the fermentation from the yeast, but all of the, the stuff that drove that fermentation that the yeast ate and metabolized is all grain, not only is it Grain, but it's a high protein, kind of viscous grain like wheat, and so it has you know sixty percent of the alcohol of a Belgian triple or a Belgian you know strong Belgian or something like that. But it's got the same amount of body, if not even a little bit more body than those beers have.
2: But this is one, so this is one well, of your favorite beers? Oh hell yeah, you yeah! Really I mean it's one of my
1: favorite styles, yeah. and certainly this actual one is super super delicious. Really I love it. who, who bye else makes
2: who else makes a, a really good. Or Weisse? Uh
1: Schneider Weisse. So the original, it's just called Das, das Original. The original um, beer from uh, from Schneider is super delicious. Um, there's also, I'm thrilled that you can start to find some of these now in the US. Uh, they're from a brewery um, in Bavaria called uh, Brauerei Michael Planck. So P-L-A-N-K, like plank, walk the plank. Okay. So that's um, this guy named Michael Planck owns this brewery and All he does is brew the most amazing vice beers and just get awards. All he does is win awards for them. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. So those are now starting to come to the U.S. So those are awesome. But then beyond that, uh, yeah, there are a lot of vice beers that are brewed in the U.S. that are not um, year-round things. Uh, Vice Beer was a kind of a big beer to brew, or Hefeweizen was a big beer to brew in the craft scene in the U S back in like the nineties, but it's sort of fallen out of favor. The same way Belgian beers had had their, like their moment from like 2005 to 2012, maybe. Yeah. Um, they're not as popular anymore. Hops are back their Hops are all the rage and these beers mm-hmm. are not about hops. So they're not as, not as common in the U S unfortunately.
0: Can I make one observation? I I love this. I think it's super tasty, but mm-hmm. rich, I don't know. I think I don't want to upset you about this, but I don't know that I could drink a lot of this. Like, I think okay. this, I have this pint here And I'd probably Mm -hmm. be good on this one pint. Like, I'd probably order something else next because it seems, it's just, it just seems like a lot. Yeah. In Germany, you got like big old mosses full of, you know, beer being slung. Yeah. Is that weird? Do people drink this in big, like, it doesn't seem, I guess, let's say, sessionable to me. It doesn't seem Uh like something I drink a ton of over the course of a night. Is that not how most people approach it? Or is this one of those beers that they chug a lot of?
1: Maddie, you do you, man. You do you. (laughs) I'm happy to drink 40 of these. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow! i'll drink moss after moss of this stuff no no problem I, I love this stuff but it is filling you know and i'm okay with that mm. i'm not a small guy and i love this stuff so i'm okay with that but um yeah if you if hopefully you enjoy it enough to to finish this pint but oh, yeah. um and i do that's what i was
0: saying i love it i just am like oh I, if i was like sitting at like a german beer bar for a night i'd hmm. order one of these drink it really enjoy it and then i'd probably switch to something else yeah interesting
1: well keep in mind what would if, you do larry
2: um.
0: Do you I order another?
2: I mean, another I, round. I, I'm. I'm. I don't know how. I, I like it. You don't love it. I don't. I, I won't say I, I. I don't. I don't love it. Okay. But I like it, and I. I think I would drink. Um, a good amount just because if we're drinking is what we're drinking. But um, <laughs> I'm just trying to see like if I saw this. Oh, that, that's not true. I would definitely next time I go to a place and I see that they have an Orvice, vice. I'm gonna try because I'm also I want to make sure that I'm getting the right flavor
1: as it should be do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. keep in mind that this beer has a a little bit of acidity to it and Mm -hmm. that comes from the wheat okay and that makes it a little extra refreshing and i know that seems funny because you were just talking about the beer being sort of full-bodied full-bodied is not really a thing that's refreshing but it does have a little bit of sourness to it and so that helps to make it fantastic outdoor at a beer garden in the sun in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. this is the this is the beer that germans you know, Bavarians will rush out of church on Sundays to go to go to the, the beer garden next door to the church and just pound, you know, at like eleven o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. And it's just a great outside sun, sunny day beer. I will
0: say if it's eleven AM and I'm in a field in Bavaria, I could I could order another. I could I could do more. <laughs> yeah. In that situation. Yeah, for I, sure. I could take more. For yeah. sure. So is that so when you talk about that acid, is that why I mean I think I think a lot of times American Hefeweizens they throw a lemon they throw lemon on there. Is it just because it? Is it to add the add the sourness that's lacking from the the non-German, non-OG version of it, or is it more of like a compliment to just amplify that flavor?
1: Maddie, you're overthinking it. Let's oh. be more cynical. Let's, okay. let's be cynical here. This this is. All right, imagine lemon you tastes are, good. <laughs> somebody just wants The
0: American. Want lemon? <laughs>
1: imagine you are Kurt or shoot, what's the other guy's name? They're two brothers, the Widmer brothers, Kurt Widmer and somebody oh. else Widmer, in Portland in 1982 or 83 where they're testing this, this new beer that ends up becoming Widmer Brothers Hefeweizen. This is a time when you could get your hands on American hops and you get your hands on barley and wheat and water, but you couldn't get your hands on a lot of imported yeast strains. And so these guys started brewing what's now known as the American style wheat beer, which does not have the banana and the clove and the vanilla aromas because it's not fermented with that yeast. It's fermented with a more neutral tasting, non-expressive ale yeast And so you're left with a beer that tastes like the ingredients rather than the fermentation. And so those ingredients are wheat, barley. So by the way, you never brew a a wheat beer with 100% wheat. You always need at least, you know, at least like 30% of the grist needs to be barley. So you got wheat and barley and they amped up the flavor with more hops. So that's a thing that's obviously a trend in American craft beer. And then the lemon is a way to make it look Special and a lot of people really enjoy that. I'm not going gonna... it nice. to. It's a way to make it look yeah, special. It works. Nice. Yeah, I'm not right, going dis- to disparage the lemon. I don't prefer it myself. I I like the German stuff, and Germans don't drink it with a lemon. Hold the fruit. Hold the fruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I prefer my beer neat. Yes. Mm. <laughs>
0: Widmer's my go-to at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's Is my it my go-to beer? Yeah, it's the solid, reliable. That's what I go for with my my hot wings. But speaking speaking oh. of that, speaking of pairings
2: of hot wings, oh.
0: Maybe. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> Rich, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So I got a call. I got a call today. This is very Oh, personal. really? I got a call today from the head of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. Congratulations. head the Academy, Academy Awards. Thank you. Well, we've talked. We've talked before. It's not the first time he's called. <laughs> but he's got a problem. He's got a problem. The Dolby Theater has backed out for the 2022 Academy Awards. What they a They need a new place to go. So I've, I've looked out a little bit because when I went today uh, to the bottle shop, the... Um, the Iyengar Urvisa only came in packs of 70,000 uh, liters. Um, so I got a lot in the back. So I'm good on right. that. But he wants me to host the Academy Awards along with a fantastic dinner. I got the beer covered. I got the Iyengar Urvisa. Mm-hmm. But I got I to figure out what dinner to make for mm-hmm. all these celebrities. We got all the celebrities. are gonna, We got Viola Davis is going to be there. Oh, Viola. We okay, got cool. Nicolas Cage oh, will be God. there. Yeah. Larry, I'll it was, see you separately. Yeah, we'll sit near him. That's weird, yeah. Uh, Joel Max Cohen, Denzel
2: Washington. Although he was good in Pig, I, I liked him in Pig. Hell yeah! Yeah, we got us.
1: thumbs about up for Pig? Max von Sydow, Brewmaster Smith from uh, from Strange Brew. Absolutely, Max von Sydow will be there. Yeah. Even though I think he might be dead, is he dead? Keep yes. I'm yeah. pretty oh, sure he's dead. Okay.
0: So he's hopefully in he's memoriam, not there will be a plate. Okay, there'll be a seat. There'll be a plate and a little card a for, him for him in honor. There's actually yeah. a whole Strange Brew. It's funny this year is they're doing a big Strange Brew retrospective yeah it's winning an honor the honorary, honorary, the, the honorary academy, academy award is going to strange <laughs> anyway so i want to find the perfect pairing again <laughs> Nicolas cage viola davis francis mcdormand denzel oh, washington ooh. i can only think of scottish play of, yeah i can only pick <laughs> that right now because I just watched that trailer; it, it looks great. It looks, it looks fantastic. fantastic. It looks, it looks <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, just it more really jazzed to see a Shakespeare movie yeah. than I've ever been. Um, uh, but anyway, so they're gonna be sitting there. These people; they have, they have, they're people of fine taste. They've eaten a lot of good food. What is the perfect pairing for the Iyengar Urvisa?
1: Well, Maddie, I hope all these folks really like sausage. Yay! Because oh. that's what you're serving.
2: Sausage.
1: That's the only thing that pairs with this beer. Sausage. Really. Can I, yeah. you, no. can, can I tell you? No. Can I tell you when I was smelling it?
2: When I was smelling it before we started drinking it, it made me think of food, and this is going to be the most random food. <laughs> but it made me want some Harold's chicken. What's Harold's chicken? It's a it's a chicken place in Chicago. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> had it. Um, I don't know. It, no. Oh my That's god! Cool. It's fried. I think i have said it right. Harold's chicken. That uh, 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 could be. But, but yeah. But one of the it's like really good fried chicken. But what they do is like they throw a bunch of french fries and like you it's just smothered in barbecue sauce I'm and barbecue. they throw like oh it's barbecue chicken well no the chicken is the chicken oh. but but you know you put barbecue sauce on the french fries a lot of places in chicago and it's just smothered in okay. barbecue sauce and like two pieces of white bread so when i was smelling it i was just oh man i was thinking of that those fries covered in that barbecue sauce and then when mm-hmm. i drank it i was like oh god i want to i want to drink this and eat that so that's not sausage that's but, a fine pairing. Though. Yeah. We'll
0: have that. Well, that'll be the hors d'oeuvre before we sit, right, look, before we're seated. Look, now, now we're seated. So we get sausage. You want me to throw sausage? And I know you're a chicken, so you're not going to just stop and just say sausage and just throw it out. I'm not going to
1: stop and just say sausage. Oh, but yeah. I think french fries and barbecue sauce is fine, too. Where, where this beer likes to go is things that are savory, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Beyond that, it can be starchy. It can be meaty. It can be fatty. It can be vegetable. It can be fishy. He can be any of those things, it basically likes anything that's not sweet. All right. And the deal with that is it's a, it's a pairing through contrast. Like a lot of people I, I'll see this on menus as uh, you know, like special event menus as like the dessert beer that goes with the banana split and the banana split's going to ruin this beer. It's going to do two things. It's going to be too sweet. So it's going to make the beer seem really sour and thin. And then also the banana from the dessert or the vanilla or the clove from the dessert, is gonna end up covering up the vanilla and the clove in this beer. Okay. And so it just it silences this beer. What this beer does best is it's sort of like garnish, a garnish uh for super savory food. So like cheesy sauce or you know, cheesy, whatever, cheese plates, you know, a sausage that's really salty and and uh you know, meaty and gamey almost, or like uh potatoes whether they're fries or baked potatoes or potato salad or whatever So I'm
2: not crazy to be thinking of fries smothered in barbecue you just wouldn't necessarily no, say barbecue exactly it it's Well, well that's probably not chicken. traditional German
0: but I think it's a nice spin
2: Oh man that's I I I want to drink this like it goes and eat well. that Harold's yeah. chicken Check.
1: This is going to be so good with fried chicken too. I mean it's going to yeah. be great with all that stuff and yeah. I know it sounds funny to a lot of Americans to be like why would I put banana on my hot dog or on my chicken or whatever but it's sort of like you know putting like a a flavorful like mango chutney or something, or mm-hmm. pineapple salsa, peach salsa. Like we, we do all sorts of sweet fruits in these like kind of intense uh, garnish preparations or, or uh, you know pickles or whatever. And so it, this beer is going to do that same sort of thing with that food. So try it with anything savory; it's going to be great.
0: All right, well, Rich, I'll have to tell you while you were saying that I was I had I I snuck my phone and I dialed my buddy Alfonso Cuarón. And I let him listen in on your on your suggestions, and he approves. He thinks that sounds delicious. Wow! Yeah, one of the finest directors in the world. He approves of your pairing. That's I think so the, special. The Academy's going to
1: love
2: it. That's yeah, great job, great job, Ray. I'm so glad
1: I didn't know he was on the phone. I didn't get cold feet. Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't. <laughs> when, that's the thing. I didn't want to make you nervous. Alfonso's, uh, you know, intimidating. <laughs> uh, Larry, before we go, do you have any other thoughts on the anger or Urvisa? Uh,
2: I just, I mean. I mean, what would, I, you,
0: what would you give it? Let's start rating it, these. What well, would you give it out of 10? Oh, and I would say, God, no, and I rate it. No, no ratings. No ratings. Oh, no. No, we came close to a thing. No ratings, almost. But like, if you were to give it a number, <laughs> uh, let's say. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I don't number. know. Here's what it
2: is. It is very carbonated. I, when I just took another yeah. sip, it is, and, it's, and I really do enjoy that. Are we doing a rating system?
0: How about this? Let's give it on one. There's three, three levels chug a lug, take a sip, <laughs> or pass it to Rich. Are, are are your three are your three options? Chug a lug. is like you're gonna. You know, I'm never gonna. I'm never it, gonna pass sip. it to Rich. Pass to Rich is like you'll drink a little bit. Okay.
2: I'm always gonna take more than a sip. I'm, so I'm, I making, a, I'm making a positive
0: rating. I guess it's a chug a lug. All right, it's a chug a lug. Rich.
2: <laughs> How would you rate this? Pass it to Rich. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I would say pass it to me. <laughs> I love this beer. I yeah. love this beer. I also hate. I'm not in the game of of rating beers, yeah. so I, I don't want to do that. If you guys want to do that, that's, that's fine. But I do love this beer. I love the style of beer. I think this is a fantastic example. It is better in Germany when it hasn't traveled, you know, 8,000 miles to get to me. Uh, so I, I would love a- to try it in Germany. Yeah. I think all these yeah. beers,
0: I'm, you've yeah. sold me on going to Germany to taste all this. Yeah. Just gonna make no. that happen.
2: What are you? Are you chug-a-lugged, <laughs> passing to Rich, or taking a sip? Well,
0: in the system I was trying to set up, I was gonna say, like, it's good, but it's not my, my top tier. Yeah. Like, everything's positive, but I wouldn't put it in the top tier. But I don't want to be negative on it, so I'll say I'll chug a lug, <laughs> for the record. You just push over. I don't know. Well, you took apart my whole rating thing. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to You're get some sense of like. Daddy. Okay. All right. I'd take a sip. I'd sip a lip. I'd I'd sip, I'd a, have, lip. sip a, a lip. A sip a lip. A sip a lip. lip chug a lug.
2: A sip a lip is kind of between take a sip and a chug a lug. Yeah. Sip a lip. Because it's, yeah, yeah, it's taking a sip with the You've got three levels. It's a sip a lip. with a rhyme.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have it. I enjoy it. But I'm but I'm saying I'm not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not my my little hall of fame.
1: Is what I'll say. As if I'm in kindergarten here with their sip lip and their kindergarten's chug-a-lip.
2: fun. lip,
0: time of your life.
1: Yeah, I chug lug it, but <laughs> I but I get it.
2: It's not. What is, I what is kindergarten
0: but a bunch of small drunk people running around? <laughs> you know?
2: That is true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, no jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's where yeah. you go with that. <laughs> Why don't kindergartens <laughs> work anymore? Yeah,
2: no jobs. freeloading. <laughs> <laughs> <gentlemen>, All right.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's let's, let's okay. I guess Rich, do you have any last words you'd like to say about the anger or vice?
1: I would also say if we have any folks at home that are tasting really intently on this, if you look really carefully, you might find some smoke in it also. Oh. So smoke okay. is in the phenolic family and this is a phenolic beer. So phenols are most often cast as spices. So you get sort of, you know, the clove and the vanilla that's in the phenol family. But also smoke might be in there as well, and so it's a subtle savory hint. It's not going to overwhelm, but I do think there's just a touch of it in there. Well, that's the last wrench. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good. I will say I, I've not got any smoke, but I have a little bit left, and I look forward to looking for it. Um, <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tasting along with us. I'm, I'm Maddie Smith. You can. Uh look me up on at Maddie Smith on Twitter if you if you like such things. Uh look the podcast up on at Liquid Bread Pod. Email us if you have any suggestions uh for tasting or questions for Rich or anything you'd like us to cover. It's liquidbreadpodcast at gmail.com. Uh Larry, do you have anything to plug?
1: Nothing to plug.
0: Rich, anything to plug?
1: Yeah, it's a cool podcast called Liquid Bread. That's a good Check one. It out.
0: Please do. Please do. Oh, and rate us on things also. I know Rich is against rating, but I will take a pro-rating stance because of the podcast because it helps us out. To boost we'll our take a serious chug-a-lug. And take a chug-a-lug. Yeah. Um, I gave rating systems a chug-a-lug. was my rating Sip for a rating lip.
2: systems. Lip-a-zip. Sip-a-lip. One of them.
0: Thanks so much. Sip-a-lip. And until next time.
2: Happy beering. Happy bearing. Happy bearing. Happy bearing. Happy bearing. Happy bearing. bearing. <laughs>